Yeah. Blog Talk Radio. Shemalek <laughs> Mahilama. Shemahezahilma. Sona Shenevoratfet.
um, and the chief over there, uh, Tom John Tom Johnson. Um, very very strong people, very strong family, and uh, we thank you for your service and the end of watch. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, our programs are always brought to you uh, every, each and every night of the week in grateful appreciation to the men of the United States Armed Forces and the men of Police and Fire Services. When you're out there and you see somebody in uniform, please, please let them know that you know they're there. Remember, they're the guys that are running in. You're right when everybody is running out. There's not all bad guys out there. There's an awful lot of good guys, and most of them are straight here uh, every, every, every show. So uh, we want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, we appreciate you. And uh, Tony, didn't you have a, a shout-out? I sure do. I'd like to shout-out to Sherry and Pierre Domenico in Sarasota, Florida, to big-time listeners. They love the show, big boxing fans. Introduced me to my first public sub that I am hooked on. And I uh, love you guys, and thank you for the support. Great. Well, we, we want to welcome back uh, our traveler, uh, Bob, and, uh, of course, uh, the commander. Uh, we're glad that she's back. Uh, Bob, how was yeah, your vacation? Oh, it was amazing. Disney's magical. You know, you guys in Florida got it going on there. Uh, <laughs> 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 There's people in Tallahassee wouldn't say that. <laughs> right now, there's a a major fight between the governor and the and the, <laughs> the board at uh, at uh, Disney. So uh, we'll see how far that goes. But uh, right. all right, let's get right into the meat of this this thing here. Go ahead, Tony. You have something? No, I was just gonna say, Bob, you picked the right week to go with the governor. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, t- uh, Bob, you wanted to uh, uh, talk about the uh, fight we were talking about just just before we went on the air. Yeah. So we got uh, um, UFC fight night tonight is uh, Mackenzie Dern versus Angela Hill. They just uh, just got onto the main event, and uh, a long uh, my note here. Um, yeah. The the main. The first fight on the main event tonight was the much-anticipated Diego Fiera. Anyway, he was coming off a three-fight loss streak, um, and his opponent was Michael Johnson, who was 22-19. and 19. And they came out swinging. And Johnson was doing really good. Uh, Fiera was doing really good, uh, exchanging kicks, front kicks, keeping stuff up the middle, uh, some nice leg kicks, and a lot of super big banging shots. But – and. Uh, uh, Fiera was uh, Diego Fiera was like reaching for it, and I tell my guys not to reach for those um, overhand rights and those jabs. You know what I mean? Because you lean too far forward, it gives you a shelf for an uppercut. But man, he was throwing with thunder. And uh, second round, uh, about halfway through, he threw his overhand right and clipped Johnson on the uh, left side of the chin and put that boy to sleep. And then. Um, Ty and Z and those guys will know. I mean, when somebody gets knocked out hard and they go rigid before they even hit the ground, like they're just stiff and with rigor mortis and fall all mm-hmm. real hard like. Uh, that's how he went down, and, and man, he was out. So it was mm-hmm. uh, it was a good start for the UFC tonight. Um, next fight up, we've got uh, Jacqueline Bucky or Buckley. We know him from that spinning reverse 
I don't know, butterfly kick that he threw and knocked a guy out not too long ago. He's up next, and he's doing his first fight, moving up to welterweight against uh, Andre Fajilo. So um, looking good for tonight so far. Um, stay tuned, fight fans. I'll let you know how it develops. How do you think he'll okay. do with the weight increase? Uh, I'll tell you this. I mean, us big guys don't leave the ground often with the spinny little flippity flippities. You know, <laughs> the, the bigger you get, the less your feet come off the ground. I remember coming out of Taekwondo with my, you know, spinning crescent kicks and my flying back kicks and stuff. And my coach, Marie Smith, looked at me. I, I was all trying to spar him. He goes, if your feet leave the ground again, I'm going to kick you out of the air. And uh, I never left the ground again. Um, so, uh, yeah, you just, you don't, you don't, you don't see a lot of heavyweights doing the, the, the spinny, you know, and I mean, going up to welter isn't that bad, but, uh, once you hit about 180, 200 pounds, um, it, it, it's a lot less, uh, acrobatics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Bob, what do you, what do you think about, uh, Alex Pereira, um, it, it, calling, uh, Izzy F? Um, Pierre's calling Izzy out again. I thought they did the, the three yeah. first. Yeah, okay, well, yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't it's in the still talking smack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's all. I haven't heard about that, um, but that's all that is. Because, again, if you're going after that, you gotta, he's, he's got to after a threefer, all right? So he got the win, and Izzy, you know, come and take it back. Um, you know, they'll, they'll usually put three fights together with any, any fighters when they lose just to finish it. And then once the, the third one's done, you got to work your way back up there, you know. And, again, like we've talked about this in the past, the, the way to get to the top anymore, it seems, the worst way that I think any sport should be played is just talking smack. And that's, again, mm-hmm. it gives a bad name to the, the fighters, too. I mean, why, why can't you be a class act or a good guy and a fighter? Why do you got to be a thug? And, and, and that, to me, right. when you're just, you know, in the, in the background talking smack on the Internet, putting people down, you're, you're just a thug. And so I, I just I don't go for that, you know. Let let your let your uh, your athletic ability and your skill showcase your ability, not your mouth. Okay, uh, Tony, what do you, what do you think? Uh, we've got Adrian Broner uh, coming back in finally after uh, some major uh, layoff due to his, uh, let's say, just out of, out of the ring behavior. Uh, coming against uh, Bill H- uh, Hutchinson. Uh, in June, uh, June 19th. Well, out of the rig behavior. Well, <laughs> um, Broner, Broner just doesn't get um, it. Good to, yeah. Well, Broner against old Billy Boy. I, that's not going to be. Um, that's not even going to be a fight for Broner. Oh, I, don't, I don't know though. With him having such a layoff, let's see what happens. I mean, has he been? The question is whether night has been working out, has he been doing his thing or not. If he didn't take the time to uh, get prepared, he might have a problem, but I doubt it. It should be a good warm-up for him. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bob, uh, Rosenstock uh, last week had a, uh, a tremendous outing uh, with Almedia. Uh, he uh, didn't it didn't take him long to get him the hell out of there. What, what's your thoughts? No, yeah, and Rose Stroop's been around for a while, okay? So he, he knows, I mean, and anybody in this game, if you're not 
uh, upping your game um, consistently to be a better fighter. You're not, I mean, it's back in my day, people still had a moniker, you know what I mean? They were a jiu-jitsu guy or a boxer mm-hmm. or a kickboxer, you know what I mean? And, and, and now you have to be well-rounded and Rosenstroke's a good boxer and he, and he, and he brings some, some heavyweight power and he's got some knockouts, but the way Delta Almeida went in there, that was a quick victory. It looked, it, it was, it was a play like almost as bad as, uh, John Jones, uh, against, um, Oh shoot. What's his name? Uh, I'm brain farting. But anyway, um, yeah, Rosenstruck was 30 pounds heavier than him as well. And he mm-hmm. went in there with those big punches, got taken down real quick, and it was just one-sided. So, um, you know, the, the Alameda looks like a contender to work his way up the heavyweight path, but still John Jones reigns supreme. Okay. But what do you think about Aljamain Sterling uh, taking down the, the J.O.? Uh, Henry Cajeda or Cejedo. Um, I can never pronounce his last name either. Um, yeah. yeah, I didn't, I didn't see anything about that. Is that, is that matched up for sure? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I didn't see anything about that. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Tony, what, uh, what do you think about, um, uh, let me get the good one right here. Uh, Katie Taylor tonight with, uh, um, Cameron. Well, unfortunately, I won't be watching that, but uh, I think Katie will have a very good chance of winning the fight tonight. I don't think that's going to be too much of an issue for her. Yeah, not one does, of my preferred uh, ones. If she if she does, she'll be the uh, she'll hold the uh, record for the for the uh, most wins by a female um, in that uh, that weight uh, class. So that, yeah, uh, I don't. I guess it. I don't think she'll have any problem pulling that off tonight. I think that's going to be a. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good night for her. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, well, the other one I that you, you used to uh, follow was uh, old Raleigh. Uh, Raleigh <laughs> looks like he's. Uh, he wants to. He topped uh, uh, Gordon. Bella Gordon. Well, the first thing is he needs to keep his mouth closed. And that's mm-hmm. gonna be the big thing for him because um he went he, he went all out with uh tank and got knocked out and mm-hmm. right now that's what everyone remembers. So the best thing he could do is play it cool, get a couple more fights under his belt, see what he can mm-hmm. do about, you know, winning, but not to fight a bunch of chumps. He needs to he needs to get in there and get someone that's going to give him a good fight and beat somebody to get his reputation back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bob, what do you think about uh, Matt Brown uh, knocking out uh, uh, Court, McGee, Court McGee? That was a vicious round. knockout. Well, real quick, i got to eat some crow. Uh, you know, as far as oh. I said, Jacqueline Buckley uh, not doing very aerial. He's He's already taken this guy down once. He's throwing a bunch of uh, flying knees. Oh, boom, there's the second takedown. So, like, he's Uh-oh. really changed his game going up in weight. So, good for him. And earlier we mentioned Piera, uh, Alex Piera, you know, and calling out Izzy um, and talking smack. I also looked at – I think Piera's moving up uh, in weight to light heavyweight. Um, and he wants to call out one of the champions. And uh, – so going up to light heavyweight, he did, however, 
get matched up with uh, number three ranked Jan Blankowicz. So going up to light heavyweight for Alex Pereira, uh, leaving Izzy behind. Um, I, you know, I think that's a, that'll be a cool move for Pereira uh, and to see his skill set at, uh, at at the, the higher higher uh, weight class. So that'll be really cool. And Jan Blankowicz was a, a a beast in his own right. So that'll be a good match to match that up. But then Jumping back over to Matt Brown, um, good old Matt Brown with his knockout versus where's my note? Where's my note? Um, <laughs> his K over Court McGee, four oh nine in the first yeah. round. Matt Brown came out and just tooled that boy up, uh, and with that knockout, tied uh, Derek Lewis all time knockout record for thirteen KOs. So good job there, Matt Brown. Um, and I'm pretty sure he isn't he married to Rousey. Where's Caden? My or or Ty? They know all this stuff. All right, yeah, they know all the little details when I'm when I'm slapping, slipping, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So good job for Matt Brown tying that record. Um, and what a vicious knockout! Nice overhand right. I got one for you, Frank. Okay, Errol Spence. And Terrence Crawford supposedly have their deal reportedly near done, which we've been hearing that for a while, for July 22nd. Do you think Mm -hmm. that one's going to make it? And if it does, which way are you going to lean? They're running. You said supposedly, and that's right. It's supposedly. Um, I talked to, uh, to some people up in uh, um, St. Petersburg this week about that. Uh, I lean towards Spence, number one, but um, they leaned the fact that uh, there still be may- maybe some, some uh, contract uh, negotiations that have, that have fallen through that they have to re- redo. So um, they've got plenty of time until December, but uh, – um, am I looking to see it uh, see it happen? Not necessarily. Yeah. yeah. Hey, any updates on uh, Keith Thurman at all while you were talking to St. Pete? Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, Keith. Keith is uh, uh, he looks fantastic. I mean, he's put on a little weight, but um, he's uh, has a fight that they they won't let me say who it is until uh, they announce it, um, which should be in the next week and a half. Excellent. Um, so, uh, but he is, um, you know, he's looking at, at it. What I can tell you is that he's looking at a major fight. Uh, it won't be a tomato can that he's coming in to fight to, to warm up, which is, you know, to me, I think uh, uh, one of the things that uh, kept uh, Giardella and all those other guys fighting those 100 fights was they would take a tomato can in between a big fight. That uh, they get to win, but uh, they don't have to work so hard. They just get a chance to work out different uh, different uh, um, styles. Um, uh, Dan did did say that uh, they are working hard in the gym on a daily basis, and uh, that he will he'll let us know. In fact, Dan will be on here, uh, ready to announce it uh, in a couple weeks. Excellent! Can't wait for that. Yep. Um, Bob, what's uh, 
you have uh, have another uh, uh, Ian uh, Machado. And one of these days, I'm going to learn how to say these words against uh, the PKO. <laughs> Oh, Gary, TKO'd uh, uh, Ian Machado, Gary, TKO's Daniel Rodriguez. Yeah, with an amazing head kick. Well, the head kick is what I think knocked him out. Because uh, when you really get a shin to the temple, I mean, he it knocked him uh, out and down, I think. But it, though his eyes were still open, he gave a little resistance. I think he was pretty much out. But it pretty much got stopped with a TKO with the ground and pound. Um but again, I, I I've personally been hit with a shin to the head, and man, does it hurt! It's not like a foot. I mean, or a punch. I mean, mm-hmm. a punch will do it too. But um, so he did fall back, and he hit the cage, and he defended a little bit, and then the ref stopped it with some ground to pound. It wasn't like tonight's knockout where it's like 100% you're mm-hmm. stone cold out before you hit the ground kind of thing. So that was a great, and that Ian Machado, Gary, um, kind of he's got that uh, Conor McGregor sweat, flair to him. I, I'm not sure if he comes from over there as well, but uh, he's working his way up the ranks. So yeah, he's he's uh, uh, doing really good. That was a great fight. Mm-hmm. So, given the given and then the, uh, the oh, go ahead. I was going to say our, our buddy Jorge Masvidal is back in the in the limelight. Um, his dad shot somebody. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, you can't, you know, that, that I saw the article and it was, you know, cops back at Massaval shooting at Massaval's residence. And I looked into it. And so apparently his yeah. dad was in an argument with somebody and shot somebody. So uh, not good for mm-hmm. the Massaval house. But uh, Daniel Cormier no. says Massaval can just stay retired. Yeah. You know, just just another day in paradise. That's right. So, well, guys, uh, we're, we're joined by uh, by Z. Z, how you doing today? Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, Z. Hey. Everybody's just asking for you here. Make sure you're you're here. Um, let's uh, let's uh, get right to the uh, right to the the uh, heart of the matter here, because I know you follow this very well. Um, what uh, what's your thoughts on the uh, oh goodness uh, oh the, uh, that's right I know. the one I wanted to ask you about mostly was Nico Ali Walsh the grandson of the great Muhammad Ali uh, he's been working uh, for about the last two years and working his way up the uh, the scale is he ready for prime time the um, you, you know, you never know. You never know. Uh, uh, to to be honest, a lot of um, famous boxing guys, uh, a lot of their sons, a lot of their, you know, they tend, you know, you know, it's a little more successful in basketball, if you want to ask me, in football. Um, mm-hmm. Boxing's different. Boxing's different, it, and it takes a special mentality to 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 work that hard and to go through the things you're going to go through in boxing um, and, and fighting, mm-hmm. period. Uh, so it, it, it's not a generational talent, I will say. It, 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 but mm-hmm. you never know what's in the person. You never know what's in the person. We, we have, we're going to have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Bob, the, given the uh, situations that, that have arisen in the, the, uh, a lot, the life of uh, Anthony Smith, is it time for him to retire? 
Yeah, I'd say so. He's been around for a while. Um, I, I'm not sure exactly what we're talking about with those recent things. Uh, I did catch a thing about it last week, but I don't remember exactly what it was. Um, but Anthony's been in the sport for a while. Mm-hmm. And okay. uh, more more crow for me to eat. Uh, Jacqueline Buckley just knocked out his opponent with a head kick. So uh, even though yeah, even though he went up in weight class, that guy is still uh, on fire. You know, so he's he's looking mm-hmm. swole at that weight class. Uh, got the shin kick in there. Um, again, Landon, when you're going to the head, a lot of people lack the flexibility to get the hip all the way into the kick, and they can't mm-hmm. get the shin in there. They do a lot of uh, slapping people with the foot, and that's good for points in martial arts, and, and a good foot kick to the head will get you. But if you get that shin on the chin, you're you're done. So good job for Jack Wayne Buckley. You're not used to eating that much pie, buddy. You usually I know, never that eat was... <laughs> You put Tony in overtime making these pies up. I, I I'm making know, them baby. up, but I've been having to eat them lately too. So <laughs> these, are, these, are, these are the little ones, though. These are like the little pot pies, like the you know, like the little Debbie pot pie ones. <laughs> yeah, for you, I had to eat a big, big Debbie pot pie. Went all out there a couple of weeks ago, and I'm still trying to get that one down. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Hey, uh, Z, what do you think? Uh, uh, we got uh, Chantel uh, Cameron uh, going against Katie Taylor tonight. Uh, what's your thoughts on that one? Well, um, I'm high on Katie Taylor. I'm high on Katie Taylor. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I haven't heard of um, Chantel. I'm sorry, I haven't heard of her. But um, Katie Taylor's getting, she's getting a little up there in years. Uh, I, I, I just, right now, she, she's, I don't know. I I haven't really heard of as I say Chantel. I haven't heard the skill level. I know Katie Taylor's mm-hmm. skill level. So as far as that goes, mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to favor Katie Taylor until I hear anything different. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let me come back to you with. Uh, uh, there's a a big fight tomight. Uh, Haney against uh, Lomachenko, and evidently. It was a, a pushing and shoving uh, incident at weigh-in, and now Haney seems to have got himself in trouble with the uh, authorities. And um, so let's uh, let's go to uh, what do you think? Who think? First of all, who do you think is going to win that one? Um, th- to be honest, it, as much as I, uh, it's hard to say, it, it's hard to say. Um, Haney, first of all. This is going to be a chess match. It's going to be a high level chess match. It's not going to, neither guy is going to really be there to slug. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be a high level. It's going to be very tactical. Haney has the uh, physical advantages. He's longer, he's bigger. Uh, Lomachenko, ha- well, Haney's younger too. Uh, Lomachenko mm-hmm. has the experience. And um, if my thing is this if Lomachenko is still Lomachenko, and, and it's always been said that the you know the, the great fighters, you, you know when they get older they have that one good fight left, um, right? And I, I, I believe Lomachenko does, but it, it's going to be a fight where he's got it's going to be a, a lot of neutralizing going on, uh, a lot mm-hmm. of you know you know it's not going to be as assertive as, as many fights are. But with that said, mm-hmm. Lomachenko skill wise, if he still has it, Haney Haney's in trouble. 
except for one thing. Mm-hmm. Haynes is a, a guy a guy who's kind of hard to bag rounds on. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I mean, he, he he's in phenomenal condition, and the work he does, I mean, it, it, you could say is you know he fights in an amateur style, but you know within that you don't win rounds on Haynes. Mm-hmm. That is, you know, when when a guy who's in good condition and you can't win rounds on, he's hard to beat. You know, Haynes, mm-hmm. you, you tend not to get at him the way you want to get at him. Uh, he, he tends to neutralize and, you know, what he wants to do with you. He tends to keep his, you know, range, just jab his footwork, he'll rip to the body. Uh, Haynes is not the hardest puncher, which Lomachenko doesn't have to fear. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, Haney, you'll get inside with him. He'll grab you. You know, he'll push you off on you sometimes. Haney's not a, you know, he, he's an astute guy. Um, Lomachenko, he, he's skill-wise, we already know. I, I could talk about him all day skill-wise. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's, it's, this is not going to be an easy one for him. And I, and I mm-hmm. lean slightly, slightly toward Haney. Uh, because mm-hmm. I, I, one thing, and, and, and I hate to key up on this, uh, people say Haney's not experienced and all that. He, you know, Lomachenko has more experience. Yes, I agree. With that said, I've watched Lomachenko give a fight away. Mm-hmm. I've watched I've, Haney is a guy who, as I say, he kind of reminds me of Andre Ward, where he's, you know, he nothing flashy, nothing dynamic about him, but he has mm-hmm. he has that don't lose mentality. And mm-hmm. and as I say, I've watched Lomachenko give a fight away. With that mm-hmm. said, when it comes to big moments, you are who you are. And so, I mean, it, you know, I, I have to take that into account. So I, I do slightly lean toward Haney. Yeah, well, the other thing is that Lomachenko was off for so long uh, fighting for his country. Um, uh, you know, and this is, I think it's his first one back, isn't it? Well, I think he had a uh, fight not, not too long ago, I'm pretty sure. He, yeah, he, he had a fight not too long ago. But, uh, I mean, he, he, you know, I, I don't doubt his form. I don't doubt that he'll be ready for this. As I say, what I, what I don't want to see is, is Lomachenko get old tonight. <laughs> I just don't want to see I don't want to see that. Uh, I, and if he gets old, you're going to see a lot of not pulling the trigger. It's as simple as that, him not being able to get that beat in timing. Um, it's as simple as that. But I have to give credit to both guys. I mean, you know, these these Haney's been asking for this since he's been twenty for four years since he's been twenty years old. Um, so, you know, I have to give it to him. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you must have a crystal ball in front of you because uh, it, the you just came over the wire that uh, Katie Taylor lost uh, uh, her fight to Chantel Cameron uh, in a majority vote. But, uh, but they did have a. Uh, it took Cameron took the first and and Taylor took took a uh, hell of an effective jab in the second, and then all hell broke off in uh, the sixth. But uh, as it got further on, um, Katie Taylor uh, backed away and uh, seemed to have uh, given up uh, the chance of, of coming up with the win. So uh, mm. we, uh, you know. You just said it was. Uh, you didn't think it was going to be that way, but it was. So, congratulations. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I said it, 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 it'll go. I didn't know too much about the girl, but you know, age, age. You know, it, it'll catch up to you. It, 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 I'm not mm-hmm. sure. I didn't see the fight yet, 
Um, I'll see the fight how determined then, but uh, you can't mm-hmm. do this forever. Not not at a certain level. Right. You can't. You cannot do this forever. And I, I will say, right. skill wise, I, I always go with Katie Taylor. Right. Well, we want to welcome uh, Ty. Ty's been working very hard, and uh, it's glad we're glad to have you back, Ty. Hey, gentlemen, how are you doing? Hey, Butch, thanks for ruining, thanks for ruining that Katie Taylor fight for me. Had every, <laughs> I've been working all day. Had every plan to go on MMACore.com and watch a replay of it. But thanks, Butch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was expecting Katie Taylor to win that fight. Um, I knew that, uh, you know, her performances have been declining. Athletically, she's just declining. She's a little long in the tooth. Um, but Sheffield Cameron's a little wrong. Um, and Katie mm-hmm. Taylor is the more skilled fighter, though Katie Taylor was moving up in weight. So um, I'm, I'm not shocked, but I am, uh, you know, slightly surprised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard you guys talking about Lomachenko, Devin Haney. Right. I'm favoring Lomachenko. I give the edge to Lomachenko. I thought about it long and hard. I like both guys. I really do. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, I actually got to go with Loma tonight. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it comes down to one, you know, I think it comes down to really a few things, right? Um, first of all, I think you want to see a, a good fight, a good, you know, as I was talking to Zito earlier, and, you know, he said, you know, you know, kind of a high-speed chess match, and I agree with that. I think mm-hmm. we'll, we're going to learn something tonight. Everybody thinks Loma is kind of passive. He's definitely not in his act let it peak anymore. Um, and, you know, he, he's, you know, on the decline. Is he washed? Mm-hmm. Is he shot? We don't know that. He didn't look great against Jermaine Ortiz a few months ago, but it was his first fight back in the year since fighting a war. I kind of, you know, give him credit for that. So, and he won the fight. He came on strong and won the fight. With that said, if Lomachenko shows up physically healthy, we know he's going to be motivated and ready. He's never been a four-belt undisputed champion. That's something he's always tried to do in each weight class and has never been able to get the fights to do it. Then when he fought Tiafimo, he lost. So this mm-hmm. is his opportunity, his, you know, more than likely his last opportunity to accomplish the goal he's been you know, trying to accomplish since the beginning of his career. There's no doubt mm-hmm. that he'll be motivated. It's just a matter of if his body responds. If Lomachenko's body responds, then he is going to ask questions of Devin Haney in the ring that Devin Haney has never had to answer. I personally lean towards Lomachenko because I'm not sure Devin Haney can answer those questions. If Devin Mm -hmm. Haney can answer those questions and defeat a Lomachenko who is asking those questions of him, then Devin Haney, who I like a lot, is a very, very good fighter as opposed to what I believe. He's just a very good fighter. Personally, mm-hmm. although I like Devin Haney, I haven't seen enough layers to his game. If he's going to be the Lomachenko who can ask those questions of him, the answer is going to be him showing layers to his game. If he can do that against that Lomachenko, then I think he, he's a better fighter you know, than I thought, and I, you know, I think he's live with anybody at that weight. If Lomachenko mm-hmm. can't, cannot ask these questions in the ring of Devin Haney, then Lomachenko mm-hmm. is past it. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bob, here's a, here's a question for you. Um, 
Tyson Fury was running his mouth about uh, baddest man uh, in the uh, comments for for a while. Uh, now he's all, all of a sudden back back uh, challenging because or back stepping rather because he's getting a challenge from John Jones. Now, it, do you see a, a fight like that coming together in a cage? Who Fury like the Tyson Fury yeah, was Tyson saying that? Fury. Yeah, the big guy. Yeah. Big oh. Okay, yeah. Uh okay that would be cool. I don't know if <laughs> I I I'm like I would pay I, I haven't heard anything about that. Uh I do uh-huh. wanna back up real quick and apologize to our fans when we were talking about Anthony Smith. I got up to get a soda, I was sitting on my note. Uh Anthony Smith said he's not going out like that as far as his loss to Johnny Walker last week. So that that's a recap. I apologize to fight fans. I my big ass was sitting on my notes, so I'm a post-it note guy. Hey, anyway, Bob. but huh? hey, Bob, just to give you some <laughs> yeah. context on the Tyson Fury John Jones thing, what happened was Joe Rogan on his podcast speaking to somebody said that if Tyson Fury and John Jones walked in a room together, John Jones would be the one to come out. They were locked in the room together. Tyson Fury responded by calling Joe Rogan a ball-headed midget. Yada yada yada. <laughs> and so then John Jones posted something. I forget what he posted. But then Tyson Fury came out with like an IG Live video, and he said, I'm a boxer, mate, not a cage fighter. I'm the best boxer on the planet. If you ever want to see me, see me in a boxer ring. And then John Jones responded, I guess that answered Joe Rogan's question. <laughs> that, that's yeah, not I, how that went down. <laughs> It, it was just it was just social media banner based on a Joe Rogan statement. Uh, oh, I love Joe you know, stirring the pot like that. I mean, I I wouldn't see that happen. I mean, again, just at work the other day, we were talking, um, and and I tell people about the podcast and how this comes up a lot. I am a fighter. I will fight anybody. I cannot outbox a boxer. It just I'm not. I can't do that. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna out grapple a jujitsu guy wearing a gi either. I'll fight him. You know what I mean? If we do it my way, but it's it, 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 again different stuff. I mean, ping pong and tennis mm-hmm. are similar but different. You, you know, mm-hmm. and and the best tennis player can't call out the best ping pong guy because uh, Forrest Gump will never be beaten. But whatever. <laughs> there we go. Okay, um, Tony, we think if uh, it looks like Andy Ruiz is uh, now out of the fight with uh, Wilder. Uh, seems to be uh, money problems, but somewhere along the line, but if they ever got it together, who would who would take that uh, take that fight? Well, the smartest thing that Ruiz came up with was finding a reason to get out of it with money because his ass was going to get kicked. Okay. So let's just leave it at that. That answers that question. He doesn't want okay. any part of Wilder. Wild, Wilder still got it in him, and it's only going to take one shot to drop at Ruiz. It'll be over and done with. Mm-hmm. They'll be seeing stars for the next week and a half. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Steve? Uh, I think, um, yeah, yeah. to be honest, if I was a Ruiz, you have to pay me more to fight Wilder, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 to me, if they match up, it will look a lot like the uh, Luis Ortiz fight, Wilder and Luis Ortiz fight. Um, Style-wise... Andy Ruiz, the, the only that was going to kill him is his feet. His feet are just a little too slow. 
and he's going to have to kind of reach and, and kind of have to put himself out there to get at Wilder. Um, what Andy Ruiz has is very smart feet. So and there's going to be times where he's going to trap Wilder. The only thing is Andy Ruiz has a tendency to get hit with that, with, with that punch. He's tough as nails, but I, I don't think anybody's tough enough for that, and especially, you know, eating it as clean as he's going to eat it. Um, mm-hmm. Andy Joshua put him down for good when he got up and responded well. Not sure he's going to be able to get up and respond at all with Wilder gets. Hey, Bob, Caden uh, has joined us, so uh, what was the question? About time. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Yep. Step in my office. You You're doing? fired. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's six minutes ab. Seven. Seven is the magic number. How is everyone doing tonight? Everybody's doing good. 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 Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, yeah Bob, you had a uh, you, you, you had a question about uh, some of the stats on somebody. Do you remember what that was? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, I was uh, – oh, I just had it there. Who did uh, Who did John Jones fight in the last fight? Uh, John Jones fought um, – oh, he, uh, he fought uh, – oh, my Cyril God. Cyril Gott. Cyril Gott, yeah. Cyril Gott. I don't know if you okay. want to yeah. K-Man. Yeah, Cyril Gott. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it was – yeah, okay. Anybody, yeah, because that, that was kind of what I was oh, referring yeah. to earlier when we were talking about the Rosenstruck, the way uh, – uh, What's it, our Rosenstruck's opponent went through him kind of the same way John Jones went through. But, um, hey, so what do you think about the uh, Bilal Mohammed versus Gilbert Burns uh, five-round unanimous decision? Yeah, I, you know, I was disappointed, like uh, like I usually am when I watch Bilal Mohammed fight. You know, he's not the most flashy fighter in the world. But I was also disappointed because, you know, my guy Gilbert Burns lost. And, right. you know, you kind of have to start thinking now, like, what is what is Gilbert Burns really known for right now? And the biggest thing is him having a close fight with Hamza. And I feel like, you know, now we're seeing him to be a little bit more, I don't want to say overrated, but a little bit more overhyped than he really should have been. You know what I mean? Like, he's a good right. fighter, and he, he shows quality, but... I just I just don't feel like he is, you know, a top five fighter right now. And you can also say that he didn't win that fight uh, due to a, uh, a torn – he tore something in his elbow. And he, like, tore his – he tore his, like, MCL or ACL or, or something like that during that fight. He had, like, three major injuries during that Belair Muhammad fight. And oh, even wow. before that, he fought uh, two weeks before that fight. So right. I'm not really going to blame Gilbert Burns all that much for looking a little bit sluggish, but it, you know, all in all, you have to really start thinking about what's best for Gilbert Burns right now. He's on you know a little bit of the older side, and you know I don't know how many fought, uh, fights he's lost in a row. Which I think he, he might have won the, the other fight he fought, but uh, it's just I, I don't feel like he's going to be a top five fighter or even recognized as a top five fighter you know, for for a very long time because this this, you know, sort of slump he's on right now is is kinda of getting to him and uh we're kinda of seeing his, his 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 years show a little bit right now and I don't think it's very good for his career. 
Yeah, well, the uh, Bilal Maham was now on deck. Uh, he's going to get the winner of uh, Leon Edwards versus Colby Covington. So that'll be good. Yeah, it is about time for Bilal Muhammad to get his well-deserved title shot. All right, let me ask uh, the, the whole panel here. Uh, there's a there, there's a question out there. Uh, can they have a um, UFC uh, PFL showdown that would pit John Jones versus Francis Nagano? Uh, let's start with Caden. What's, what's your thoughts? Now, I would really, really like the idea of this just because, you know, I'm a big soccer guy, and there's a tournament every year in uh, in Europe called the Champions League where the best fight, the best the best teams from every league come together and play each other to see who's the best team in the world. And to see that happen in other sports, that would be, you know, very cool. I would like to see that happen in, in um, you know, in football and baseball and all the other stuff, but there's not really enough quality competition in the kind of the second tier of uh, of other sports. But when you look at sports mm-hmm. like UFC and MMA, or you look at sports like MMA, you know, there's not that big of a dump off between UFC and the rest of the fight promotion. You know, there are still very good fighters outside of the UFC. And I feel like coming together and having a sort of a, a super fight and a super promotion to see who's the mm-hmm. reigning champion in the entire world, I think that would be mm-hmm. a very cool step. But that would, it, it, would, it would need to be a lot of paperwork and uh, a lot of cash. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm all for it, but uh, I would love to see how they could get it done. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Z? Yeah, I fear that UFC has hit a point where not UFC, mixed martial arts to a certain extent. Um, this Francis Ngannou thing, it, 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 it's, I think it's going to spiral to a certain extent into a boxing promotion thing, meaning hmm. other other people are going to leave the UFC. I think that other people, uh, other guys of note are going to leave the UFC voluntarily. Um, they're going to take that, Francis Ngannou's, uh they're going to take his example. I don't think that him and John Jones are going to meet. This, as I say, it, it, I think it's going to be a matter of like we don't see Earl Spence and, and Crawford meeting. We we don't see a lot of the best boxers meeting. We're still waiting to see if Tyson Fury and Usyk are going to meet. Um, right. So when you know, I think you know right now it, it's kind of you know I think it's kind of teeter tottering. Um, if Francis Ngannou somehow comes back into the fold, it, it could be fixed. But if he goes some elsewhere, well, he's going elsewhere. If he's getting lucrative, like a lucrative deals, oh, but he, mm-hmm. next thing you know, it's going to be you know something getting a little you know going to get a little messy, I think. But mm-hmm. no, I don't, I don't, I don't see uh, Francis Ngannou and John Jones fighting anytime soon. Mm-hmm. And he did. Well, Zito, I don't know you. He he did get a lucrative deal with PFL. Yeah. He really did. He got a, he, he, yeah, an extremely yeah. lucrative deal on which he, he got like ownership stake and all sorts of stuff. Extremely yeah. lucrative, lucrative. I yeah. feel like there it goes. But just I to answer it. your question, Butch, the, the answer is no. It's not going to happen. For that to happen, there would have to be a, a complete paradigm shift in the UFC's business model. The UFC has stood fast 
for going on decades now that they don't do co-promotions. Not since uh, Dana White took Rampage or took Chuck Liddell over to Pride and Chuck Liddell lost to Rampage. He, he hasn't done co-promotions since then, and he stands fast that he wouldn't do it. So for that to happen, it would have to be a complete paradigm shift in the business model. So the answer is just no. Okay. So what you had to say? I I agree with everybody uh, in certain aspects. Um, that like what Z said, you know, um, it, it would be fantastic if we did it, you know. But um, it's just it's just not going to happen. And just it's just like uh, uh, Ty and, and Caden said, it's just not going to happen. Um, the the to put them together, you know, I, I just want to start shouting Kumite. Kumte, Kumte, like, uh, you know, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. You get all the best fighters, and we all meet in Japan on a slanted yeah. on a slanted little cage thing and just work it out, you know. We'll get Fury in there. We'll get everybody, you know. Um, but uh, they, they I, I agree with what Z said where the, the paradigm shift or as far as with, with Nagano leaving, I think more people are going to leave the USC. And I think this is a good move because it's going to rise up uh, the PFL. Now, I won't, I'll say it won't happen because, again, um, like Ty said, or that when they, they did the uh, Chuck Liddell versus Rampage and, and Liddell lost, and that was the UFC's top guy. What if John Jones lost? So uh, Dana White's going to hold tight to all his fighters. He's not going to let them go. But I think some people, this is going to elevate the PFL. And then we've got one championship, too. Uh, 1FC and all this other stuff building its way up. You know, Bellator is still in the ring. So I'm going to see more fighters go there. And like Caden said, you know, there's not a huge drop-off in, in the level of uh, certain fighters. You know, different weight classes, you're going to have different all-stars from different uh, di- these different fights. So um, it puts everything together kind of like boxing. I mean, you've got all these different boxing titles. So this will be cool um, to see all of these grow simultaneously and get bigger. Um, the UFC doesn't pay nearly what the PFL does. So, yeah, Nugano got that, that lucrative deal. PFC, uh, PFC does like a tournament style. Um, yeah. gives, you know, gives their guys out a million bucks at the end of the year. UFC doesn't pay like that unless you're like a McGregor or a John Jones. They don't pay anybody else very well. Um, PFC gives everyone an opportunity to make that money. So, um, could it happen? now? But um, it would be neat. Um, it's just too too much paperwork, like Caden said. Hey Bob, I don't know. If, I mean, I, I don't know if you guys follow kickboxing, Bob. You may a little bit, um, but PFL uh, outbid uh, the UFC for the rights to Cedric Dumbay, who, who's a, a world champion kickboxer. And awesome. it, yeah, everyone thought uh, Dumbay was going to the UFC, and you know he came out and he, you know, what he said was. You know, PF, PFL, PFL's offer was almost ten times, you know, ten times better. The UFC, yeah. I think, was, I think it was like maybe, I think it was thirty or thirty, something like that, for Cedric Dumbay. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, like, you know, the PFL's just paying, and I forget, but like the numbers, I saw the numbers, but the PFL's offer was almost like, you know, almost ten times more. And wow. So like, with a chance like if he's in a PFL tournament to win a million potentially too, so yeah, that's yeah. why I think great because the PFL is really putting a lot of their money into their fighters to get some of the best talent, and so their their promoters probably aren't making the much money as like Dana White and the Fertitta brothers, you know. But that's good, 
you know, uh, I want to see it go to the fighters. And hopefully there's a huge shift where, you know, we're sitting around and instead of ESPN Plus only having UFC that you get to pick per night, just like on boxing, yeah. you've got a couple of different events. You know, hey, I want to tune into Pride tonight or I want to, I want to tune into Bellator or 1FC. You know, awesome, I'd like to man. See, I'd like to see that competition going. You know, you can flip back and forth to your favorite fighters, and there's just a huge pool of it. You know, back in my day, you know, there was very few of us, so we got to travel a lot. Now these guys, you know, you got to be 20 and 0 to leave your own state. So I want to see these guys get paid. Yeah. Hey, speaking of 1FC, though, Frank, you, you brought up Demetrius Johnson. He's going for a yeah. threefer. Uh, he, he got finally taken out um, by Adriano Moras or Moras or Morales. I don't know. Anyway, no, Moraes, the, uh, no, the. Uh, Mighty Mouse actually won. He won the. Uh, they, they, he lost the first one and won the last two. Yeah, no, he he. Right, so it's already happened. The third one already happened. Yeah, he won a decision. Yeah, it just oh, happened. Okay. Uh, was it last week or the week before? Um, oh, good yeah. fight, but yeah, yeah, Mighty Mouse won a decision. Yeah. Well, I you know on that on that trilogy though, and I, I was looking into it. I I think that. That when Mighty Mouse first lost, I think that knee was questionable. You know, he got caught with that knee. He was kind of down, you know what I mean? So I'd have to watch but that he, a couple more times. No, but, he, he uh, was down, but in, in one, that's legal. It's legal in one. You can oh. you can knee it down. Yeah, that's right. Because, you know, they're, they're, it's Southeast Asia. <laughs> you know, it's pride, right, right. pride rules. Basically. Yeah. So, yeah, so that knee, I mean, UFC – He's disqualified, but in in one right. that's perfectly legal. And the funny that's thing right. is, is that that happened right. I forget who got illegally knee in the UFC, and so like right before the fight, it was right before Al Algerman got knee, and uh, oh, by God. And one thing Demetrius said is Demetrius said that's one of the reasons why I think um, knees should be legal because guys try to stall out fights, and then he got right. kneed out. And the first thing they asked him, do you still think these should be legal? He said, absolutely, yes. Even though that's not a loss, I still think they should be legal. Right. But I like how he came back in, in DJ's uh, fashion and he yeah. ended that dude with a knee the second time. So, what yeah, I only saw the first What is that poetic justice? Uh, I thought it was the second one where he got the knee. Because I didn't see the wrap up on the third, as far as the decision. No, he, I mean, the, yeah, but, yeah, he got he got the, the uh, yeah Demetrius got the knee on the second one, and then he won yeah. a decision on the third one. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, but that second knee, as far as I saw it, I was like, damn, that's some good DJ style right there. Hey Bob, do you remember when he did that flying arm bar from a slam in the UFC? He went to uh, I forget who he was fighting. But he picked him up to slam him, and when he got the guy in the air, he himself transitioned in the air into an armbar. <laughs> Only a hundred forty-five pound man could do that. Like that, you're not going to see. Yeah, you guys, you remember that? that? I he watched that freaky. Yeah, yeah, that's freaky as hell. That was crazy. I was watching it, and I, I remember like back when it happened, I wouldn't really like like I I was a I was like a, I was a little kid. So I didn't really mm-hmm. pay attention to what was happening, but I remember everyone in my house was just going crazy, and it was just such a hype moment that it's just something I'll never forget. Every single time I, I, I hear his name, that's the first thing I think of. Is that Dude, I've never seen anything like that. That 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 shit was crazy. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. 
Caden, what do you think uh, tonight's uh, fight between Mackenzie Dern and uh, Angela Hill? Um, you know, honestly, I, Mackenzie Dern, I don't really know about, uh, a lot about the other fighters, but Mackenzie Dern has been just such a prominent name in female, in female boxing or, or female MMA for so long. And if she keeps up her, her streak right now, then I feel like she can, she can be fighting for a, a belt potentially very soon. But, Bob, I think you know, might know a little bit more, more about her than me. Yeah, so Mackenzie Dern's going against Angela Hill. Now, I think it was a, a cancellation or something that got that in there because Angela Hill's only ranked 14th. Uh, so Mackenzie Dern's ranked eighth and she was working her way up the ladder and she's known for her jits and Mackenzie Dern's a beast. So the, the chance of Angela Hill getting Mackenzie Dern are slim, but again, this is MMA. So anything can happen. This would skyrocket Angela Hill up the rankings. Um, but, uh, and, and the, only, the only reason why this, yeah, the only reason why Angela Hill is even kind of getting a shot at Mackenzie Dern, I say getting a shot because Angela Hill is you know, kind of significantly lower in the rankings. But uh, Mackenzie Dern's lost two out of her last three. She hasn't looked great lately. Um, right. And she's like, like her takedown percentage. Because Mackenzie Dern is like strong and she's athletic, but she's an awesome, like she's an amazing jiu-jitsu practitioner who has no wrestling and bare-bones stand-up. And so, like, her takedown percentage, I think, is in the teens. And so Ooh. when that's your, you know, your avenue, your path to victory – and, you know, you haven't gotten the people down, then, then you, you lose two out of your last three she has. However, the two out of the three she lost was, uh, I forget her last name, but Marina and the Zhao Young chick who just won, like, last week. So she's lost to people in the top, like, five and six. Not Angela Hill, who's, you know, like a fringe contender. So um, even though, you know, Angela Hill shored up her takedown defense, Angela Hill's going to piece her up on her feet, but she's eventually just going to drag Angela down and choke her out. If Angela Hill had stopping power, you know what I mean? But Angela Hill has, like, one stoppage in the last seven years. So, <laughs> it's just, yeah, yeah. But that's the only reason, because you're right, Bob and Kate. Mackenzie Durr's kind of been on the, you know, she's, she, she stormed her way into the top five, but then she kind of had a precipitous fall. And, you know, she's lost like three out of four, two out of her last three. And so, you know, the Angela Hill, for me, it's a get-right fight for her. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Like you said, if Angela could somehow – if this were three rounds, I'd give Angela a better chance. But to, I don't see her not being dragged down within five rounds and choked out. So. Right. Mackenzie Durant really needs his victory. Yeah, there's, there's a. I mean, Caden, uh, you got. Uh, there's a question out there with uh, uh, Connor McGregor and Canelo uh, uh, Alvarez want to try to get together. Is that going to happen or not? No, that 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 will not happen. But will what will happen is Michael Chandler versus Conor McGregor at the end of the best, um, series that they're making right now. And uh, if you know what TUF is, you ever watch that? It's the the Ultimate Fighter. It's a it's a reality TV show where two coaches 
Uh, coach, coach team fighting. Fighting. every single uh, one of their fighters fights each other. See who has the best coach team, and the coaches fight each other at the end of at the end of the season. Uh, we're talking about a super fight. And come back fight. I forgot I had a broken a broken uh it was the ankle, right? And uh, is is coming on with me UFC. Probably the most entertaining UFC fighter right now in the business. So fight here. A lot of numbers going up on the DP. And yeah. In terms of who I think will win, Michael Tisman is just been that guy in the lightweight division. Even wherever they're going to fight it, he's just been that guy in the UFC right now, pound for pound. And mm-hmm. when when it comes to Conor McGregor, he, he's his last couple okay. fights. I don't think he's won a fight. So he's been one fight in the last six years. But I don't know what I don't know what he's going to do. It's not like the old Connor. It's not like the Connor I knew. I knew and loved growing up. But uh, I do see my Chandler knocking him out in probably the second round via taking him down, and then just the ground and pound will just be way too much. It'll be another, you know, Connor versus Khabib moment. He he won't be ready for it. I I don't think he's ready. Okay. Now I've heard that Connor. I've I've heard Connor's made uh recent connection with his old boxing coaches from his post Mayweather uh fight days and he was uh quote unquote seriously thinking about a rematch with Mayweather. Um of course he needs that money. He's got this second Lamborghini uh super yacht, you know, he's got both of those to pay for. Um but again, yeah. you know, coming off that big injury like uh Caden says, once you know, like Anderson Silva or you know, McGregor, he's just not going to fight the same after he's going to be hesitant throwing his kick, knowing that he could snap his leg that easy. Uh, but, you know, so as far as him getting his boxing uh, crossover so he can get lots of money, I don't know if that's going to happen. But, but I, I will, uh, I'll definitely tune in for the McGregor Chandler fight. But I, I hope it like, right. Yeah, I feel like as well, you know, when, when it comes to Conor McGregor and. What he's done, like you're talking about, you know, leaving with boxing coaches. To me, for his for his UFC career, for his MMA career, that is the complete opposite of what he should be doing right now. But right. If you look at right. Look at the style he was using. He was a free he was a free flowing kickboxer. He could do it all with his legs. Now, when you look at him fight, you're looking at a, a most, you know, a more closed shouldered, more closed stance, kind of hunched over boxing form of Conor McGregor. And look what he's done in this boxing form. He's lost right. almost every single fight. You know, the only fight he's won in this in this boxing forum was an old decrepit Donald Cerrone. Like, it's <laughs> hey, easy. One easy. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, he's not the Donald Cerrone we were used to when he when he fought him. But uh, you look at when he was in that kickboxer form. He was a double champion. Look at what he was doing. He was doing amazing things, and then he switched up to his boxing form when he fought. When, when he fought Floyd, and he's never been there since. And I feel like that that fight kind of messed up his career, kind of changed his mentality. I, I, I that last statement I totally agree with. I don't think it, it, it was a change in style as much a change in mentality. Connor got paid more money than he ever would have got paid dealing with the UFC. Um, right. I think that I honestly think that made him comfortable and not as hungry. Um, you. 
and he started relying more on his talent than skill. Um, if you don't sharpen your sword, then it's going to get dull. And Connor didn't sharpen his sword. That that's a mentality thing. Talent ain't enough. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Tony? Hundred percent agree with all that they said. Sitting there absorbing it all with the sponge, getting the uh, brownies ready for somebody. <laughs> you in the kitchen, Tony? <laughs> yes, sir, I am. I might be quiet, but I'm baking. <laughs> baking. He's got his easy my, bake oven. <laughs> I do. How'd you know? I, it's my feminine side. So. <laughs> guys, that's, uh, that brings us to the uh, to the end of uh, the script that I had for tonight. Uh, you have anything, uh, uh, Ty? Hi. I'm sorry, sir. I said, do you have anything to add? I do not. I do not. Absolutely not. Um, Do not just tune into the uh, Lomachenko and Devin Haney fight. Yes, sir. It'll be a good one. Oh, yeah. We forgot to ask uh, uh, Ty what what his uh, his answer was on on that fight, Haney versus Lomachenko. Yeah, I, I, I came on, and that was the first thing I said, that I lean okay. towards Loma to win. Okay. All right. All right, well, that's uh, Tony. I want to just touch on the Devin Haney thing real quick. I don't think you're going to see a knockout. I doubt you'll see a knockdown. It's going to be a battle of the 12th round. Who's going to be the fastest guy to get the most points? Um I'd like to say Lomachenko, but I agree with both what Z and Tyler said. Um, I think that it's going to be a little bit harder for Lomachenko with Devin being the champion. He's going to have to show something. I don't think they're just going to take it away if it's close. So Lomachenko is going to have to bring it and do something um, to show the world that he took it away from Haney. Otherwise, they're going to give it to Haiti. They're going to hand it right back to him. I'm going to lean just a tad bit on Lomachenko, thinking he's still got it. But uh, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting. I'll be watching. And, uh, again, a shout-out to Nurse Sherry. We love you, baby. Thank you for listening in and all the great kind words and everything. She's one of our biggest uh, biggest people that listen to us, and she loves us. So thank you for listening and. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Yep. All right. Well, Bob, you want to start us out? Sure, absolutely. Sorry about last week, gentlemen. Missed all y'all. Glad to be back with the Fighting Words family. Uh, Ty, Vito, Cage, and Frank, Tony, thank you so much. Um, great night. Uh, watch, tune in to the last fight with McKinsey Dern. Uh, thanks for everyone to tune in. God bless. Keep those eyes up and chin down. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. Uh, another wonderful show. Uh, I want to thank Caden, Bob, Tony, Ty, you, Butch, all of my Fighting Words family. These shows are definitely a memory of Bob, Coach Mel, and Dr. Chris. And if anyone wants to hear any Fighting Words, please do call. Uh, 
Ty? Hey, it was a pleasure being on with you guys tonight. I want to apologize for uh, not being able to get on from time to time because of work, but I, I really, truly appreciate all of you gentlemen and holding it down for me. Uh, Bob is our co-pilot. Coach Bell's watching over. Dr. Chris keeps us laughing. Everyone have a wonderful week. Be well. Okay, Tony? Just like to, again, thank Ty, Z, Bob, Caden, you, Frank. Just awesome times, awesome memories. Um, I'd like to thank all my ex-wives. Maybe they're listening, maybe they're not, could care less. And uh, let's go, Lomachenko. <laughs> okay. What a stuff to follow. <laughs> I, I, did notice I got on, quite a few of them. <laughs> I did notice on the, on Facebook that uh, one of our, our true listeners uh, had his son in. Uh, he learned uh, to be a dentist uh, when his dad brought him in, when his dad him in his senior year. And then Lance brought uh, uh, Roman uh, uh, Panarella in uh, this week to shadow him. So they're keeping that family tradition going. And that's uh, great for uh, for good uh, good thoughts for uh, Chris and, and, and the whole Panarella family. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, these folks, these programs are brought to you each and every night of the week in grateful appreciation to the men and women of the United States Armed Forces, men and women of the fire services, the doctors, the nurses, and the first responders for COVID, the wonderful people to clean up after them, and, of course, always people in the, in the uh, supermarkets to keep our shelves stocked during this pandemic. Uh, we want to thank everybody for listening to These programs are also dedicated to those who've lost their lives in the line of duty. Deputy Robert N. C. Carroll, Patrolman Jeffrey Colcott, Patrolman David Curtis, Patrolman Jeffrey Yazis, Sergeant Thomas Payton, Detective Randy Bell, Detective Ricky Childers, San Diego Officer Mike Henler, Sergeant Tom Wilson, Charlotte County Sheriff's Department, Patrolman Charlie Connors, Tarpon Springs Police Department, Deputy Chief Mike Godwin, Philadelphia Fire Department, Lieutenant George Craig Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department, Sergeant James O'Connor, Philadelphia Police Department, Sergeant Chris Levate, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department, Patrolman and Awful Christian, Lakeland PD, Lieutenant Joe Zerba, Newcastle County Police, Deputy Josh Meyer, National County Sheriff's Department, Captain Matt Letourneau, Philadelphia Fire Department, Captain Chris Leach, Wilmington Fire Department, Lieutenant Artis Hope, Wilmington Fire Department, Lieutenant Jerry Fikes, Wilmington Fire Department, Trooper Chelsea Richards, Florida Highway Patrol, Trooper Joe Bullock, Florida Highway Patrol, Chief Al Hogle, Longbow Key Police Department. Chief Jimmy Ford, Wilmington Fire Department. Deputy Mike Hargrove, Pinellas County Sheriff's Department. Deputy Blaine Lane, Polk County Sheriff's Department. Deputy Chris Meyer, Polk County Sheriff's Department. And Sergeant Christopher Fitzgerald, Philadelphia Sheriff's Department and Temple University Police Department. My brothers and sisters, although you may be 10-7 at this point in time, but sometime we'll be 10-10 at the table of the Lord's. Until that time, when the rose rise up to meet you, may the winds be always at your back, and the rains fall softly on your fields, and the sun shine lightly on your face. Until we meet again, may the good Lord keep you and your family always in the hollow of his hands. All right, God bless, and have a great day. Great week.
County Dispatch in 1999. County Dispatch in 1999. County Dispatch in 1999. All units be advised, 1999 is responded to his last emergency. May God rest his soul and all the souls of the safety department. Good night, Bob. We love you. We miss you.